everyone. Uh, it's Megan and Angela. And hey there. We are uh, with Badass Women Unite. Uh, we are coming at you with our episode four. Um, we're going to get into some branding um, in a second and talking about why you're a unique butterfly and super awesome. Uh, but let's recap what we talked about last time and make sure we're all on the same page and we all did our, you know, quote unquote homework over the last couple of weeks. So did you send the email out to find your strengths from your friends or family? So um, I did this previously. Right. And I was supposed to, so I did not do my homework. I was going to lie, but I, I'm just not a liar. So <laughs> uh, that's part of my brand. <laughs> oh, she. I think she'll do it this week, though. I think uh, maybe, I think I should. Maybe yeah. on the airplane or something. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully you found out some unique uh, qualities um, or reinforced what you already knew about yourself, um, how your friends and family kind of view you, and then how you can leverage some of those qualities into your business. Right. So do that if you haven't already. I will try to as well um, to hopefully uplift you and make you feel good about yourself. Um, and then uh, sample email. That's the sample. That, that's the that's email. what that is. Okay. Yep. So that's your strength finder as well. Uh, so the strength finder is like online quiz. Um, it's kind of that Myers-Briggs oh, yes. Yes, yes, survey. Yes. Um, and that's just another kind of tool. Um, one, I think it's really a great way to kind of like make you feel empowered to keep making progress. So we can get so caught up of like, oh, we're not good enough. Right. It's not going to be perfect. It's not um, the right time. I don't have enough and money. And become like paralyzed. And this is just a nice way to like give you some like good, you know, good feedback to move forward. Right. And hopefully we can help you feel that way as well. Exactly. So then um, we can all be badasses. So yeah. And the next thing was the three actions you can take this week to tell your story. Right. So we went through the five whys last week of kind of like finding your your motivation, but really the emotion behind why you're doing this. So Angela talked about like creating a safe space for people, um, including herself and getting yep. some financial freedom so she doesn't have to depend, depend on other people. Um, and so kind of finding that emotion. And so now all of that stuff is going to tie into building your brand. So uh, building your brand is more than just creating like a cool looking logo uh, or having like a fun tagline. All the stuff that we kind of talked about leading up to it, like who your ideal customer is, what's your, your, your reason why behind it, what you're uh, passionate about is going to lead into your brand and your message. Um, so we're going to get into that in a little bit. Right. Uh, so if get your notes, get together, get your cup of coffee, cup of tea, um, your cocktail, if this is like a late night activity for you. <laughs> Uh, and we'll be back in a second and we'll get more into branding. We're back. Uh, all right. So let's talk about branding. Um, like we said just a second ago, it's more than just the logo. Um, Angela was making some notes earlier and she has kind of creating a voice. Um, and I think that's like so true to like what you're looking for. So it's more than just like the color scheme and like how it looks, but it's like the voice that it's going to kind of carry um your business across to all forms of like media and people and everything what you stand behind yeah you know and that's kind of where it gets a little tricky for me because a lot of like what i was when i was kind of researching the brand branding what people do you can actually hire people to do this wow i didn't i had no idea um and that's <laughs> so i my brother's fiance uh -huh. is finishing acupuncture yeah. school and she's going to move to St. Louis and open up her uh, practice, which is super awesome and exciting for her. Uh, but she was talking to me about, you know, maybe hiring a branding consultant. Right. And so that's an idea. But I had no idea that even existed. Right. That's how kind of 
unaware of how our brand came together so organically. Right. And that's kind of what I want to tell you because obviously the corporate way and kind of the, I don't know, the... And I and my advice to her was go back and kind of figure out who you want to be before you hire a branding consultant because they're going to tell you to do X, Y, and Z. But if you don't know what you are at the core, the message could get lost. Yeah, and, and that's kind of my point. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like being true to yourself, like all these things, like when I was, like I just said, I was looking up the brand, I found out that there's like tons of companies that will like basically take over and help you design your logo and what your message is supposed to be and help all bring that together but for me we just did it again organically and it worked because i felt like ultimately either way that you're going about this is fine but you definitely need to stay true to yourself and really i mean whether you're searching for that or you already kind of know who you are, what you should, but um, dig deep and figure out what your message and for you is before your business. Right. And I think uh, we're both small business owners. Right. And we're attracting people who like to con- like give back into like a, the small business world. We're lucky. Chicago is very much that. So getting into like a more corporate, sterile feeling probably right. wouldn't have helped us attract the people that we're looking for. Well, and that's kind of like anytime when we were new, we would I would take these business courses or ideas to grow and market, you know, um, prior to even social media. And every time I was like, these people don't care about the small guy. It, it felt like they were really um, trying to attract corporate, more sterile, right? Um, you know, people and concepts, I guess. And to me, that was, that was such a turnoff. And that's kind of why I think you're probably listening to our podcast is we're a small business we're women, you know, we're, we're trying to be badasses out here and we are being badasses, but ultimately I didn't want to fall into the category of the suit anymore. Like right. I wanted to, right. you know, uh, de- be identified more and recognizable to people like myself. Right. Uh, you can kind of tell the feel of people who have um, been able to hire outside support. That's what I mean. It feels and, less organic. And it's organic. totally, totally fine. And if that's the route you're going, that's great. We're uh, kind of focusing more on like, let's not do a ton of investment up front. Right. Cost. Um, and, you know, if you... If you get to that point, fantastic. And, Maybe that's something you do want to do in five and years. And potentially, like, so Paramount, a uh, personal training, you know, could... And I'm not saying that this is anywhere like in our dream, but right. like we could become like franchise. a franchise type yep. thing. And Same then, as us. We've talked right. about it. It's not something we're looking into. Don't worry. <laughs> and if we were to do that, though, we would definitely hire some type of consultant to. So across the board, if you're here in Chicago, or if you're true. in New York, or if you're in L.A., it's the same kind of like you have the same kind of music that plays. You have the right. same kind of uh, uniform. You have right. the same kind of like. Uh, expectations right. your clients or customers are expecting when they come, you're going to get the same service. I mean, we all know like Subways and any of those big franchises you go into and they're, you're get, you're supposed to have all around the same feel, the look. That's not what we want right. at this point. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, a quick story um, that I think relates to this. So um, have you ever stayed at the Ace or like, do you know the Ace Hotel? I don't. It's this, a brand. Um, there's one in Chicago. Um, it started in Portland. Sounds good. Uh, we stayed there in New Orleans over the weekend. Ooh. They have a rooftop uh, pool and tiki bar. They have like a jazz club Cute. on the first floor. Uh, they have a really nice restaurant. Um, but the theme with the Ace and kind of like their brand is it's very um, specific to the community that they're building the hotel in. So the Chicago oh. um, Ace is it's very different. Chicagoan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually in old like warehouses that they built into these like hotels. And it ranges from like a hostel type situation where you kind of have like have a shared bathroom. 
oh. to like really private. I thought you meant like hostile, like fighting. Oh, no, like uh, but it's a shared bathroom. <laughs> so in New York, it's very much more like that, where you could just you have a room, you share a bathroom because it's a smaller space, obviously. Right. Um, and then in Palm Springs, you know, it's like a totally different vibe than the one in London. Eighteen. But what we found out is, um, we were surprised. We were up on the rooftop bar, and there was some music playing that was just really bizarre. It just didn't fit for the whole. So they bring something together. They probably do. That's part of their branding. But so corporate controls the music. Oh. So it was just, we were talking to the bartenders and they were like. That kind of makes sense. Like we would love to have our control of our own music because like it's a very different feel up here with the pool and like on a Tuesday morning, you know, is different than like a Friday night. Like for us to be able to control it, but this is the playlist that we're allowed to play. Starbucks does that too. Yeah. So, um. You, they're very specific to the town, but then there's also this like corporate um, kind of. But uh, that's how they probably think that they're bringing them all together. Because totally. there has to be something that's a similar, obviously, right. whether they're logo or, right. you know, whatever it is. So that's so just interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so sorry for that little distraction, but we're going to um, kind of get into more of this, uh, going through our little checklist here. So for you to kind of like start and launch and sell your first product. Right. We've kind of started telling people um, what you're about to do, um, but now it's really like, how are you gonna have a social media page, have, um, you know, business cards potentially? What's that gonna look like? So let's talk about what how, how to start with a logo. With little money, wanna get it out in like the next like three weeks. Right, so if you have a friend or a family member that does any sort of graphic yep. design. 100%. Boom. You know, um, and the one thing I was reading when I was kind of doing some research for this episode is if you, you know, it's not set in stone. You can change your logos. Go back and look at how many logos, the Bears, the Cubs, Coca-Cola, any of those major brands that we all are know, know right. how many logos have they had through the years? One thing, they've had many. One thing that has happened throughout the years is they've kind of stayed similar. So you do want to keep that, you right. know? But so we, when we were deciding on our yo logo, Yogo, <laughs> um, we uh, looked, you know, our name obviously was right. part of it. So, you know, maybe for you guys, it doesn't, your logo doesn't necessarily go with your name, does it? Uh, or how do you think it has so, in? So uh, Alex um, had the name Paramount Personal right. Training uh, 12 years ago. Right. Um, you changed the logo because the logo, old logo was, it was not a, It was like a mountain peak. Right. Um, and it was brown and white, and it just did not fit with um, our brand. Chicago and yeah. your brand, yeah. And so we have a friend, and we met with him, and he asked us a bunch of really great questions, like, do you want it to be more urban, or do you want it to be more feminine? Do you want it to be, you know, what kind of color scheme? What kind of, like, stuff Great do you... questions, too. Um, and we went through a bunch of diff different variations, and he gave us, like, very high-level options, mm -hmm. and we narrowed it down to the Chicago colors um, and a kettlebell. Essentially, and a star, the Chicago star. Okay, so, I mean, obviously it ties into their brand, but not necessarily their name. You wouldn't think Paramount in that, right? right. So that's kind of, you don't have, they, that's the difference between our two logos, which is a great yep. example. So our logo, they're not twisted scissors, but they're scissors dripping with blood. So that's twisted to us, and that's right. how it happened. Um, for us, we, again, we did have um, a client friend that was a graphic designer he helped us with the very like the first day when we opened we did not have our logo that you now know or should know if you looked up our logo um that we currently have and trademarked um 
But back in the beginning, we just did like black letters with our name because right. we just needed to open our doors. Right. Um, so maybe the first six months, we probably didn't have it. But I would say after six months, we then started looking into how what we wanted more and thinking about what we wanted. And we, at that time, traditional tattoos weren't as popular as they are now. We were kind of before like the Ed Hardy craze. Um, so we thought like old school, like traditional roses with a heart and scissors going through and a banner going across the heart with our name. And so we met a client again who happened to be a tattoo artist and she sketched our logo. Then our friend that was a graphic designer that kind of helped us get a little bit of uh, marketing tools we had, he then did it in a PDF for us. Right. Um, the one thing I would say, I love our logo. It's like really iconic to me and, you know, to our community now. Um, and I feel really tied to it and I definitely think it's part of our brand. But the, a couple of things that have came into like problems throughout the years is there's 13 colors. Oh, <laughs> in our logo. That's a lot. Um, and Which so is great, it's but... great. It's really pretty. And that's kind of, I think it's 12 or 13 if I remember off the top of my head. But every time we go to get something printed or done, it's, uh, ridiculous yeah everything's expensive um 13 colors people are like oh you want a hoodie with 13 colors that's gonna be eight million dollars <laughs> so i would try to keep it to like under five yeah so ours is three perfect it's uh we didn't know that that's something no one told me so i right. just want to make sure everyone knows no, that's a great point <laughs> maybe um, minimize the colors <laughs> and i think uh the strategy that you guys did was meet with the tattoo artist and then to the graphic designer like that's right. an option like so if you have an a artist. friend who is an artist who doesn't maybe have that graphic design background, which you definitely need. You can't just like kind of hack right. it to your, like yourself. And you need a high resolution PDF. We've had yep. to actually get it changed throughout the years too. Yep. By paying the graphic designer to upgrade totally uh, the image, I guess, if you will. And with all the different social media outlets, like this shapes and sizes kind of changed too throughout the years. Right. We had to have an adjustment like four or five years ago with something. Oh, that's, yeah, yep. that happened. Yep. Um, all right. So if you don't have a friend who's a graph, uh, an artist or a graphic designer, um, my best advice, mm -hmm. um, and this is what I've told other people, uh, the company Fiverr or a brand, a company similar to that, you go on there, uh, they have people who are graphic designers or artists and you can submit a request mm. and it can be arranged from like a dollar to $10. Oh, it's kind of like getting a shirt made. If you it's, have an idea, they'll give you a couple ideas. Exactly. So that would be a great place to start. So I'm a very visual person. Like I need to see it. So um, once I see it, I can say, oh, I love it or I hate it. And, then, and that's kind of a problem sometimes for me too, because I'll be like, no, I don't like any of those. Right. <laughs> uh, but then that's a great way to kind of start uh, narrowing down what right. it's going to look like. And then once you have an idea, it might not be perfect, but then you can actually invest a little bit more money um, into like a, someone who's like an actual graphic designer, not somebody that's doing this like quick, like $2 sketch for you. Right. I mean, you do, like I was saying with the brands that have changed our brands through the years and Megan has changed her logo and we didn't really have one. So as you can see, the importance is important, but in the very beginning, right. I'm not sure how important it is. I, I would agree with that. So if you're following our podcast right now or found us on uh, Facebook or we don't have an Instagram account yet, but we might have an Instagram account by this point. Ooh. Um, our logo uh, is something that I created on Canva which is another mm. free service. It's just our name with like a circle around it. <laughs> and maybe we'll have changed it by then too. Um, so we'll see, we'll make sure that we have the the current one that's today. Um, and if we evolve it, it'll definitely, we'll kind of show the evolution of it. But it was really just a placeholder so we could have a picture on the Facebook page, have a logo on our anchor for the podcast. Right. And it's fine. 
Right. And that's the thing. We just wanted to get this started and get going. And like we both have very full lives. We've talked about many times outside of doing this and uh, starting kind of as a hobby and just to, you know, grow as people. And so by doing that, you know, it just gets you started. So, you know, again, as we always say, don't get stuck on one thing. But you can evolve, you can upgrade it, you can hire people, you can wait. But ultimately, you know, make it look nice. Yeah. You know, you can't just sketch it or, I mean, you can, I guess, but have your six-year-old yeah sketch it that would be cuter that would be cuter actually if you have a six-year-old uh have we her encourage you to, to like yeah <laughs> um all right so that's uh really what we want to talk about with the logo is uh have a friend or family member you know help you out if that doesn't if that's not an option um hire one of these sites like that make that, just or listen. just even your your handwriting and right. then give it to a graphic designer to put it into a form where you can actually use it would be another great option, right. um, depending on what kind of business you have. Um, and then looking at the color scheme, you know, just be mindful of the colors. So Minimal colors. Minimal colors. How many you actually need. And uh, I always think that if having the option to be able to go black and white is a great option. So Yeah. And ours, we really don't. It looks really bad. We've tried it before for yep. printing purposes. So, yeah, um, that is actually a really good because, point. Yeah. Um, yep. So whether you have a friend or family that can help you, which hopefully at this point, um, you can do some sort of, you know, trading for things like this are really going to be important right now for you guys, because that's what we did with everything in the beginning. And then we were, I mean, able to do, you know, change things. So, um, you know, whether it just be you're starting your name or whatever in bold letters, and then you decide the logo later. Don't get stuck on the logo, but start getting some ideas. Yep. Um, your brand message will be the next thing, I guess. Yeah. So let's like, take a little break, and we'll come come back oh, yeah. with our brand message. I'm talking about creating a, the voice a little bit more, your tagline. Um, and then kind of the biggest thing, uh, which be is going to be be consistent, yeah, yeah. which is going to be a challenge as you're being and creative and kind of like um, modifying and growing with your company right now. So we'll be back in a minute. back again um so we just talked about the logo let's go into um our tagline first um i think that's going to be easier to kind of um tackle so paramount personal training our tagline is be more awesome oh i didn't know that yeah i like Um, it so our people um that we kind of attract have full awesome amazing lives uh, we have people who played the violin we have people um, like as a hobby we have people who are in bowling leagues we have people who do like comic cons and you know write books and all so this other awesome stuff. clients very awesome <laughs> clients um and they just want to be you know try to get a little bit better and that's uh one of the ways that they are doing that is coming to see us. So we're trying to help them. Feel better, look better, be more awesome. Be more awesome. Yeah, that's yeah awesome. so it's, you're already awesome. You, you found us. So Let's we see how many times awesome. we say we're awesome. Right. <laughs> and we, you just want to get a little bit better. So that's kind of our message. Um, we already think you're awesome the way you are. Even if you don't, if you come to us like one time or, and we never see you again, we still think that you're awesome. Um, and then if you're continuing to see us or continuing to find something that works for you. So even if you find, uh, workout routine or movement routine that um, is not with us but makes you feel happy um, and healthy uh, we think that's amazing too so yeah so the tagline for twisted I mean I, I actually did think about this earlier but it hurts to be beautiful is something that we've used on all of our sites um, 
one thing that like I was just pulling up to uh, our Facebook page and our website and um, we do hair all kinds of hair you know like and that kind of can translate to we we're inclusive anyone that wants to come here we are we're here to do hair you know so um, well that's a great point too with like your so it's not just like long straight blonde hair or short pixie haircuts or white hair or you know black hair like Brown. It's anybody. Brown hair. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess, I mean, I didn't even really realize that that was, like, the first thing that I'm seeing when I pull up any of our social media. Um, but, it's you know, it hurts to be beautiful is the first thing. <clears throat> and then right under it is we do hair, all kinds of hair. And, and that is, that completely goes into our brand. I'm sure I've proved that or helped to prove that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so th- I guess I didn't even realize how important that was because, going from the tagline and when we'll talk about the brand message um i feel like every day we're we're sending our message just by being you know being period yeah you know so if you have something that really pulls at you and you think that that would be a good tagline have it be that we always i mean i'm i don't know how many times i heard from my mom when i was a kid and they just all around me it hurts to be beautiful when my mom was combing my long hair you know or whatever and it just resonated with me, and I'm like, yeah, it kind of does in, in, in so many ways, and I'm way deeper than most people, so maybe I've read into it throughout the years, but yeah, <laughs> there's more to it than just a simple of, like, pain, too, from a combing sure. of the hair. So, um, you know, you can go as deep and or as right. not deep as you would prefer. Exactly, and that's going to kind of fit to Your what, brand exactly. who you are. Um, that being said, uh, like everything, uh, this isn't one thing I would stress over. Uh, uh, this I, is so small. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that we covered that, that's what that means. And we've talked about Nike, like their tagline, oh. just do it. Like, so it can be, I guess in that way it's huge, I, so, but it became huge because of the brand and Correct. their brand message of like what they're trying to achieve and how they've evolved over the years too. Right. Like if you look at Nike with, a. Uh, back in the day with, like, just runners and how it's evolved to this, right. like... everybody. Uh, social justice, almost, type company. Um, mm-hmm. Very different. And That's true. It's, um, they want to be on the... I think Nike kind of talks about being on the right side of history. Right. And they probably, honestly, whoever was a CEO or founder then, I don't even know. I have never really researched Nike. But I'm assuming it was always their brand. Right. And this is what I kind of think of, too, especially with politics now... Um, I know, like, I was really sensitive and um, uh, careful with clients because I wanted to grow my brand. I didn't want to scare people away in the beginning. I wanted to attract anybody and everybody because I needed to. Yep. Um, you know, I didn't t- I didn't come out. Um, I'm gay. Woo, here we go. Um, but I didn't come out to my clients uh, the first five years sure. of doing hair. It wasn't something like, oh, I'm Angela, I'm a hairstylist, and I'm a lesbian. Because, A, that's not who I am. Right. It's a part of me, and it's an important part of me, especially now that I have a family, and that's not something I'm willing to not necessarily say. But maybe if I was starting a business, it wouldn't be on my, like, main page. I wouldn't announce it, you know. I would definitely maybe say that we're LGBTQ. uh, Well, I for sure would, you know, safe place. But I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it's the environment. This was also... 16 years ago so I can't tell you because it was so different even then um how I would feel but I'm just saying like you know there are parts of you that you have that you might 
not you know depending on what who you're wanting to bring in i know that i was fearful of closing the market or the demographic down where now i'm like so right wing um or sorry left <laughs> not oh god we got we'll delete that no no, no let's keep that because uh, that was a total like yeah well misspeak. yeah but so you know i'm so like far left and i'm we're clear about it we're like nasty women we're like saying all these things we're standing behind the um, political bl- backdrop of what we we stand for and what our brand stands for, and if we lose the right wing, the wrong people, um, <laughs> we're okay with that, and we're we're comfortable and confident enough in our brand now. But we've been in business for twelve years, so do you compare yourself to our business? I don't think so at this right. point. Right, I would agree with that. Um, and again, but it's up to you, right? Right. So like, if this is how you identify and want to promote your like. Uh, kind of brand your message, right. brand your company, brand your uh, what you're selling. You just stay quiet about the things that maybe until you figure out right. what your clients and what where you stand. Right. Until I felt like my feet were on the ground right. and I felt confident and comfortable, then I would start telling. I remember like specifically like coming out to clients that had known me for multiple years and they they're like, well, we knew that, but I had never, I always just said like my roommate, which is like a total old cliche <laughs> for gays. Um, but you know, it, it made me feel better and it, I guess it was part of my, you know, not being confident and also the time, you know, again, it wasn't different, you know, yeah. different era, but that's just an example. That's the only example I can give you, but there are other things. It went along with my brand. Being a lesbian is a part of my brand, but people didn't know that yet. And so that's like with Nike evolving, like we were saying, they were probably always on the right side of history. Right. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Again, I, I have to research. like look this up, but I think one of the founders of Nike was LGBTQ. No, but he oh. was. Um, do you remember that documentary, Wild Wild Country? Yes. Uh, when they like got the cult kind of right. out of the town, I think he the night one of the night was one of the helpers of to that? get the cult. Out I of think town. I, I remember that too. Yeah, so we'll double check that and we'll post that on Facebook. But so their brand has always probably been this awesome, right? You know, people running it that were, um, you know, wanting to help people and be equality and right. all this stuff. And you can and will be too, hopefully. And we were, or I, I was even when I wasn't out, but. Um, you know, you. I think there are some things like in the beginning that your brand might not be so right open about, right? Exactly. All right. So Just how do you start to figure that out? Um, so our homework, I guess, for you guys is kind of building on this brand messaging and kind of like what your brand is going to be, like what you're going to stand behind. Um, and and that's is, what's always to be true. Yeah. Like I would always have stood behind if someone needed me in that situation. I probably would have came to the plate, you know, but at that point I didn't necessarily need to have that be part, right. but it is something I've always stood for. So that's the thing too. You need to stand behind and be true to yourself. I wasn't going to do anything anti, obviously. Right. Um, and I'm always, I was always true to myself and I can truly say that. I just, you know, wanted to grow my business and be successful and I didn't know exactly right. how that would go in together. So that is, you know, be the being consistent, but being who you are, don't let corporations or what like the, the norm, quote unquote, uh, society um, wants your brand to be. Make sure you yeah. are yourself because no matter what, you know, that's going to be important. Right. Um, so staying on this, uh, we talked about like kind of think of our favorite brands and that right. kind of is a great way to kind of like give you some a little bit more direction on what your message is going to be and kind of like what you're going to kind of stand behind. So we talked about Tom's shoes last right. week a little bit. 
Um, but you had some other examples of different brands that you're like really into right now. Yeah, I was just looking up online that uh, branding that I thought was like they've done an amazing job in kind of a little time, and maybe it's not been a little time. I did not again like go back and research um, how long they've been in business or any of those types of things. So I don't have like facts necessarily, but I'm just saying personally what I was like, wow, it seems like they went from like an overnight sensation or, you know, they've gotten big really quickly. And it seems because of their branding and marketing, obviously. So who are you talking about? Um, Airbnb, uh, Warby Parker. Um, those are two that I feel like in the last five years have sure. grown. Yeah. I mean, crazily. Um, Warby Parker's the most, like, for me, that's the newest one where it, like, seems like the last six months even, in last year, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, they've been around a while, around, yeah. but I feel like they've took taken off. Right. And then lot. what about the Warby Parker, like, kind of drew you into that? So, like, they've been doing, like, kind of, like, the... I feel like they have a lot of... Uh, online. Uh, online presence, especially, like, on podcasts, that they figured out how to, like, sponsor certain podcasts. That's smart, yeah. Um, and that's attracting their ideal customer, so people who listen to these certain type of podcasts, right? Could be the age of me, too. You know, <laughs> most of my friends are at the age where we're all getting glasses right. or needing glasses. So if you're not familiar with Warby Parker, uh, we'll throw their website um, on Facebook. Um, but they do the – you submit um, – what you're kind of looking for. Yep. And they send you a couple five, five or sets up of to frame, five. Yeah. frames for you to try out. So you can actually like be in your space with like your clothing and your hats and right. like your makeup and seeing what, uh, you can like do selfies and duck lips and <laughs> then you can like send them back when you don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's great for like how we live today. Like I know I have friends that still go to like the eye doctor <laughs> and get like frames picked out in the store where you have to make a decision like that right and that's not that's um, that's not realistic and then you get home and you're like why did i buy these and right. you already put your prescription on them and five hundred dollars later right. because you know we don't have vision insurance practically that right works for anything <laughs> these days but yeah so that was interesting my wife wears glasses and um i think it's a cool concept and i thought that was cool so yep. not only is the branding awesome the concept seems Absolutely. interesting to me yeah and they now, in Chicago, not many places, I, I know a few I looked up, but they have two um, brick and mortars in Chicago, sure. which they didn't start with. Right. Um, and their brick and mortar is really cool and fun. Um, they have, like, a photo booth there. Yeah. And, you know, so that was interesting. Airbnb, I travel a lot. We all know what Airbnb is. I don't have to explain it to you. But I feel like it's becoming more of a reality when I'm traveling instead of hotels. Like, every once in a while I'll do it before, but now I'm, like, comparing, and I think it's just really great and what I think drew me and has drawn many others is the customer reviews right right so you can read about it in your own home sit there and you know I know that hotels have done that for years with reviews online reviewing but this is a little different more intimate um right. so that um their marketing has been really good but those are the two what about for you Megan well I think with Airbnb too they've uh really kind of kept evolving with the marketplace so right. in addition to the reviews you can email the owner uh -huh. and then you can start a conversation before you even rent um oh yeah space. um I know somebody that um they're going to San Francisco and emailed the person and was like hey like this place is great because you have a crib for my baby but it's a little bit higher than I'm wanting oh, to Oh, you pay. negotiated almost at and that And they got a lower rate. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, I um, honestly, I don't do a lot of booking on that. <laughs> um, I actually don't know that I've ever personally booked it, but because my, my wife does that, that's one of her jobs. Um, and they also <laughs> have experiences on there now. So if you're traveling to, let's say you're going to like New Mexico. Okay. 
they'll also give you like suggestions for other people that are like hosting, that are having like events or like they're a yoga instructor or horse riding instructors. So you can like do um, experiences in addition to stay somewhere. Okay, that's cool. So I mean um, that that that's amazing, and they have evolved because I mean um, I don't know if you ever remember couch surfers. Yeah. Um, one of my friends used that and I was like, you are crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> and now it's, uh, and it's like, now I kind of feel like this is like the evolved version yeah. of couch surfers where I know that was, I believe free or low cost or whatever it was. I, I never did that. I, I mean, I'm not necessarily a couch surfer type in the sense that I'm kind of a scaredy cat and, um, I would wish I could be, but I'm like, Oh, what if the person hurts me? You know what right. I mean? <laughs> I'm just not that. Uh, but this seems to me as like a more refined version of that. And I'm sure that it might've inspired someone and that's might, could have yeah. been how it started. Totally. But anyway, those are brands that I just um, was thinking about. I'm a about. huge fan of Trader Joe's. I love them. I mean, um, if you've shopped there, you obviously know why. Um, but the fact that like you could go in there and want to sample anything, they'll just open up a box for you. Or I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I always get my little sample in the back corner. Yeah, yeah. But, but like if there's like could... a hey, this like new chip flavor looks interesting. Is okay, that so, write that down. <laughs> um, and the fact that they, I mean, and maybe that'll change in this next year or two. But the fact that they haven't jumped on any of those uh, grocery delivery sites. Like Instacart oh, they or Amazon Prime or Peapod right. or anything, they're like, no, the experience is shopping in the store, which it is. If you haven't, it's so, really fun, especially if you have a kid. They have little carts and they push it through, and they have like the little thing that they hide. That yes, you can, like, yeah, they have like a little toy that they hide, right. and you can find it. And then they always give her stickers, and she's. I mean, it's it is a really nice company. Yeah, and you know what? That goes to the branding for us. We really enjoy how people brand and how they express themselves. Yeah through their brand. Right. Because it is an expression of yourself. That's all branding is. It's really you. Right. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. And I would say the other one that I'm uh, into right now is Fabletics. It's where I get most of my athletic clothes. It's a Kate Hudson brand. Oh, I love um, her. She's so cute. She's so cute. I and love her. And so what's happened over, um, I probably purchased stuff from there like three years ago. It's a monthly membership. Oh. If you don't spend it, you can carry it over to the following what's month. What's it called? Fab, Fabletics. I'm going to look on that. Um, but they have really embraced uh, the different body types that are out there. And so it's not just the tall, skinny girls um, that they're modeling. Okay. It's a wide variety of, like, shapes and sizes, um, colors, fitness levels. Like, so that's pretty cool. Right. Um, and they also do a great job with reviews, so customer reviews. And they people post pictures of how it looks on, like, their body, you know. Um, and then returns are super easy and everything's more affordable than Lululemon or any of the other like high quality brands out there. I could step my game up from Target to Fabletics. So that that's... being said, Target does have a really good. I mean, I, yeah. I do. It's easy. I mean, that, yeah. yeah. The branding of Target. Right. Here we go. Here we go. We, that's... Target. I mean, like, that's all we have to say. People have like. We call of... it Target, Target in our family because we're, we're gay, obviously. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Target's amazing. They've yep. seemed to be on the right side of things totally. as far as uh, doing the right thing, right. Um, the le left side. And their they're marketing, I mean, they have Starbucks in there. For a mom, when you have a young kid or for someone that doesn't have a lot of time, you walk in, you grab your coffee, and then they have no grocery. I mean, right. it's literally a one-stop shop. Right. And their quality of their their products seem to have yeah. always been on my Absolutely. You know, and how they've redesigned the new stores so it is more of like a boutique right. experience versus just like you're going down aisle after aisle you know like you have like these little like 
like the clothing like it's kind of like sectioned off and right. boutique-y so it's like you're gonna go to like five different like boutiques versus like one like aisle yeah i really like that yeah. actually yeah their their branding is spot on and they've i mean when they get a thousand dollars of my money a month they're doing something <laughs> right. right because i'm kind of cheap in a lot of ways and when it comes to that store, it's like, okay, my cart's full every time. You, right. It's a minimum charge for everyone. I'm going to say one last thing about Target, and then we'll kind of start wrapping <laughs> this up here. Uh, did you know that they had the curbside Yes. Pickup? And I had ordered something, and I just went to the counter and picked it up, but went into that parking spot, went up there, they scanned it, I took it, it was in and out. I have not used it only because, like Trader Joe's kind of say, right. like, you want to go on an experience. I actually enjoy that. That's like my right. like meditation time. But every time you go in, you spend okay, one or okay. hundred or two hundred dollars, right? But so like, that, this is good if you know, like, I just need right. to get band aids and when I do that, I just order because I have like, a Target card and they just send it to me. Yeah. Then. So, but same thing. I mean, there yeah. are so many. That's another thing too with long term branding. If you're thinking long term, what you should kind of be um, is long term wise, like you we have to you have to think to keep up with the times, right? And so think of these big box right. companies, even if you're going to be a small, even in your home store for now and just online presence you know how you can grow into that and make it so that the transition yep. um is there and possible you know like even with my first location when we first opened we're like okay this is a small um storefront it's only 1300 square feet we're starting with five stations how can we make seven or 10 or 13 um so we wanted to make sure like could we go to the left so we talked to the landlord in the first five years like would that be a possibility and it was. So, you know, that's a bigger scale and a little different, but and kind of getting off a of track. But it is good to think of your branding, like how you will evolve in right. that brand, right? Right. And you can start off slow and grow it. So. Yeah. Uh, plan for like overwhelming success. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And we did. And look what happened. And, and the, the secret, you know, like putting it out there in the universe. Write totally. down your, your year plan, your day by day plan, like because, you know, day by day you need to get through. But a year, three years. I always do a three and five year plan. And I do that not for my work only. I do it for my sure. personal. That's, yeah. And it makes me feel better. And looking back on it, I actually have these, if you call, now they're, people are doing like vision boards. Sure. Great. Those are great. Um, you know, I never thought to do a vision board. So good for whomever thought of that. But I did just a pen and paper and wrote down. And uh, recently I stumbled upon one that I did when I was in college and I'm not even kidding you, every single thing in that was, I that's crossed amazing. off my list. It right. was almost gave me chills. So here we go. Anyway, that's it. All right. So uh, going back to what we said in the first episode, uh, write this shit down. You know, once you write it down and you tell people, it puts it into the universe and makes it real. Um, even if it takes a year or five years or 10 years, uh, just putting it out there um, and not just like in your brain, but like on a piece of paper um it, it it counts it matters yeah and honestly too sometimes i put it down on paper i i said in one of the episodes is by my bed we can go up there right now and i have a pen and paper a uh, little book with a uh, pen and i'll write things down and i'll look at it and i'll be like what was i thinking and just cross it off but you know what it, it starts making me think it always gives me a better idea if it's sure. not the idea that i need so writing something down that sounds silly or you know not whatever write it down and then it might help grow the idea so you know with the branding especially you already have all the tools within you for your brand yeah because that's who your brand should be about if you're making a fake brand you're not you're not gonna be successful agreed i feel like being that that's where it stand behind your brand 
brand, be true to your brand. What basically we're saying behind that is, you know, be yourself and continually being yourself is important, you know? So, um, anyway, that's just kind of my two cents. Yeah, on it. I think that's great. I think that's so true. Um, so yeah, everyone is going to do their branding homework. Um, I'm not sure that we... All right, so the homework for branding. Um, three practices you can implement this week to share your brand and launch date. So all right, so pra- first thing, yep. So uh, homework, uh, look at like different companies. And then hmm. if you're drawn to certain companies, like look at them, look at their branding, look at their messaging. Why? Um, and see why that uh, resonates with you. And see if that applies to maybe um, as you're building your own brand and your brand message and your tagline. Um, then uh, we're getting close to the end here. Uh, we got to start, you know, launching and like selling some stuff. So episode uh, five, I was, you know, we we didn't really we're kind of like, what will episode five be about? And we thought organically it would come, and I thought it kind of did because I re-listened to our one through three uh, last week, and I thought we should recap one through four next week go over that um and whatever um we uh kind of see to add or you know go through but i also thought defining success yeah i think uh that's a great for next time um and we might add yeah and i think as we go talk about how we're going to define success for next time um you need to start telling people about what you're doing so hopefully you've been sharing this with some friends as you kind of did like your kind of keywords that describe yourself um, and then all the way back to like episode one where you kind of like created your business name and picked a launch date. Um, so now as you're building your kind of brands um, with your logo, um, if you are like stuck between like two logos or two kind of like deals, uh, this is a great time to kind of sh- throw it out to social media to your friends and say, hey, I'm building this thing. Which one do you like better? Uh, and get some feedback. And then that's another way to kind of continue to share um, your progress and that this is actually going to become a reality um, in the next couple of weeks. What could be really interesting by just doing that, it sounds, I wish we would have had social media, not for maybe our logo or our name, but how interesting it would be to see would, would have everyone picked our logo? Right. That would have been, I don't know. I think that's kind of a fun thing that you could do and whether, I guess you could email it, but just putting, like, I think they have those um, where you can do, like a quiz, not a quiz, but like, There's a, like a poll. A poll, uh, yep. yeah. You can do that on Facebook. I haven't used it, but I have answered people's questions on there. And I just find that, like, how cool that is. Like, maybe that's a tool that you use for a lot of these things and help, you know, solidify your decision and make you have more confidence that, like, that is awesome. People are going to give you really encouraging feedback, I'm assuming. Totally. And if it's not encouraging, maybe that wasn't the right logo for you Absolutely. anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, in addition to looking at the brands, uh, you're put, putting yourself out there a little bit more in the next like week or so. Um, if you have your launch date kind of defined, uh, I would keep sharing that. Um, your products and services, like you should be pretty close to wrapping that up by now. Um, you might have some final tweaks over the next like a month or so, but. Uh, and then I'm trying to think like when we launch this, maybe, um, you know, we're going to add some little, I think, uh, feedback or an- uh, Q and A's, um, on, and like for me now, if, if I'm you, I'm trying to put myself in someone that's listening to this, I'm thinking, okay, um, I have these things, the basics that, that, that they're talking about that were important and help them become successful. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about next week, but how do I go about doing all this? And those are little things like, you know, as far as like, if you are going to do the brick and mortar and those things, we really haven't touched a lot on because we thought, 
we would be able to see what you guys need and what you want and um, how we're going to go about uh, sharing that with you guys uh, if we just put on links and what we use. But, um, you know, I think that's maybe five and six. We can go over some of those very basic maybe negotiating tools because you're kind of going through a little bit of that right now. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe. Yeah. Um, I think really it's like we got to get that first sale though. Right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Okay. So yeah. Um, next week will be a, a good one. Yeah. But I think defining success um, is going to be a thing. How are you going to know if you're successful or not? And then based on that, where are you going to go from there? You know? So right. we've talked about planning for overwhelming success. Um, and that might lead into a more in-depth dive of uh, a brick and mortar, how to open up a shop, what things to consider. Um, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. Yay. Bye good job, everyone. Now. See you next week. Later. Bye.